What is up, guys? Jeff James here. And Brody Fultz, the incredible, luscious, unobtainable Brody Fultz. How are you? I'm actually pretty good. I'm better now that I'm not helping my brother-in-law move in the rain, but we're good. <laughs> Way to go, Ethan. Um, yeah. Did I peg the mic there? there Ethan. On the, I don't the, think you did. First of all, let's not say I'm pegging the mic. That's kind of gross. No, we'll stick with pegging the mic. Ah, Jesus. <laughs> it's ah, too late now. We can't change it. Dang it. Um, anyways, guys, thanks for start off the episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Anyways, guys, thanks so much for joining the show this week. Uh, if you're new to the show, God bless you for having to hear that. Uh, every single week, Brody and myself discuss gaming news from around the interwebs and beyond, and bring it to your ear holes on every major podcast platform and your eyes on YouTube and Twitch, which we're on right now. So every Thursday hey. evening around nine thirty, which nine thirty on the dot, baby. Here we are. And we are. uh, we're live, so we did it. We're on time. Fantastic, fantastic. I know we actually had time to kill this time too. Yes, but you know we told everybody we were going live at nine thirty, so we didn't want to start early. But yeah, it was it was nice. It wasn't like a mad dash to try no, to get things together. Had it all set up. We had a sweet head bobbing cat <laughs> on our stream to our sweet music. It was fantastic. But anyways, guys, yeah, like I said, uh, every Thursday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, you can find us on YouTube and Twitch going live. Uh, and you can also listen to the audio version of this podcast every single Friday morning at the butt crack of dawn. Typically, it goes up around 5 a.m. takes a little bit of time to, to populate through some podcast platforms, but generally, it's yeah. around that 5 a.m. Th- so you should be up and you should have our episode um, for that awesome commute that you hate that you take every single, you know, day. <laughs> yeah, you make Friday even better. That commute you wanted back so badly, and now it's yeah. back, and now you want it to go away again. <laughs> I'd like to note that I think we're the individuals that put yay in the fry yay. Did we? Okay. Just simply because of our episode that goes out on Friday. Yeah. Without it, it's I... just simply Friday. Stupid, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. With our episode, fry yay. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Diggity Podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well as our Twitch channel as well, um, where you can catch the video version of this podcast every week as well. And uh, you can also see some other sweet videos that get uploaded there, like Brody uh, playing some sweet games and Brody and I trying to play sports games and failing yeah. miserably. Hopefully next week I'll, I'll get the MLB one all around and get it uploaded. So we'll yeah. see. <laughs> Stoked. Uh, with that, what have you uh, what have you been playing? I have been playing a little bit of Near Replicant. I think we played a little bit of Overwatch the other day, right? Yeah. Yes. Was that this week? Yes. Um, and I have been playing a lot of Monster Hunter Rise. A lot. <laughs> I put which was like absolutely predictable. Yeah, yeah. I put like ten hours into it this week. I think um at least um so yeah a couple hours each night and i didn't play it much over the weekend but man i'm i'm into this game now absolutely like just love this game to the point where i would possibly even consider buying it again once it came out on pc there it is just saying all-time bestseller now (laughs) (laughs) i i i seriously really really enjoy this game uh one of my buddies He's a big Monster Hunter World fan. Uh, he puts a he's put a ton of hours into it, and he actually texted me this morning and told me that he bought a, a Switch Lite and Monster Hunter Rise so he could finally get into it. Because I kept talking to him about it, and uh, I'm 
may have put a little peer pressure on him. It's fine. I'm not an awful person, just a slightly bad person. What have you been playing? <laughs> uh, I played a little bit of Overwatch, uh, obviously with you. Uh, been a tough week. Just been trying to get a lot of stuff done before I go to uh, a little trip I got to go on. And um, then I've been playing, oddly enough, tried to play NASCAR Heat 4 um, with my buddy Brad back home. He's not a, he's not a big gamer. He's just a casual gamer. Um, Isn't your PlayStation Now subscription up? Or no? You still got a little bit of time on it? Still two two free months. Oh, I, I got, thought you had. I got a three free weeks. months. No, I got like some like little card in the mail, and I got three free months. So, um, anyways, yeah. So uh, he's a casual gamer. So we tried playing that. Boy, that game is broken. Let me tell you what. <laughs> How, we were, how do you mess up a NASCAR game? I don't know, dude. It's bad. We're we're playing it, and uh, you know, like I can see his car there. He tells me he's like, "Dude, your car is completely effed up." And I'm like, "What are you talking about? It's just in the pits." But like on my screen, the car was fine. I was the Hooters car number sixty nine, and we would like go around the embankment and all this stuff. And he would basically. Like you, you'd be going, the green flag would go, you'd be zipping out. And then all of a sudden you would just see like these cars behind you just go like this. They'd be like, Oh boy. Moving back and forth. And then you'd be trying to take the turn and this thing would just like hit the shit out of you and you would just spin. <laughs> and you're like, you couldn't tell anything. You couldn't, you couldn't tell what was going on at all because all the cars were just like, you know, moving forward like crazy. And then they would dip back. So the game's completely broken, but you should have told him to pick up Wreckfest since it's one of the free games this month. He would love that game. Is it was it just a PS5 version of this free or is it also a PS4? I think it was a PS4 version, yeah. Okay, I'll pick that up. He I'll, should I'll be able him, to get it. I'll tell him to get that. Yeah. Um, I bet then, he'd love it. And then uh, try to play some NHL 21. So that's what I did. Nice. Very Sports little games, huh? Very little gaming. Yeah, even in those two, there wasn't wasn't much. <laughs> I'm hoping to make up for that gaming uh, Friday night. Friday night, I guess we're... Well, yeah, tomorrow. Well, when you listen to this in the audio version, it's always confusing. Tonight. Um, depends. I know. It's, depends. it's weird to work around. Um, <laughs> going to a hockey game. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Going to go watch the vomits. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. That one, that one took me a second to look. Hang on. Wait. No. Oh, Hang right, on. Right, okay. Right, yeah, uh, right. Comets. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm going to go watch that. Go see a hockey game. Um I think there's only like still like fifty percent capacity or something like that. Uh, I think it might be slightly higher than that, but it's it? still not full. It do might know, be like. Do you know if it's to wear a mask the whole time during the game? I don't know. God, I hope not. Probably, What's crazy probably. is this: the wife. I know we're kind of getting off topic, but who cares? Whatever. Yeah. Not a big deal. Yeah. The wife. Uh, the wife was like, "Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna buy them." At the box office when we get there, I'm like, well, why? Apparently, they have like added fees, for COVID bullshit fees when you pay for them online. Really? I don't want to piss anyone off in our local city, but I think that's dumb. So there's like that, $20 yeah. of extra fees. And she's like, if we just show up, then we don't have to pay that. And like, how does the, that make any sense? I know. And like, if you want like decent seats, like that are like lower bowl for a game. It's like twenty five bucks, so it's like or like twenty or twenty five bucks. So why would you pay pre- double twenty dollars right yeah. for the ticket? Doesn't really make much sense. Um, but yeah, it's I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of stupid. So that and I got my shot. And my arm feels like it's gonna fall off. So yeah, yeah, it hurts like a bitch. 
<laughs> so, like, if I go like this, ah, it's just <laughs> painful as shit. Oh man, that's um, that that's great that some people got to witness that live yeah. or can watch the YouTube video for the people I've, watching see, the audio. This is where version, I you wish might want to at least go watch that. This is where I wish we had a larger fan base. One day we will, but. If we had like thousands upon thousands of people, I would I would love if someone could clip that as if like a hammer was coming into my fist like Thor when I went, <laughs> ha! Like Molnir's flying so, into your hand. Yeah, Perfect. yeah, exactly. Or like He-Man or something with the sword and then like the lightning comes down. <laughs> yes, that's even better. I like be, that one even be better. Be fantastic. But anyways, going off topic, um, hit us with the upcoming games, dude, for this week. Um, May 7th, Blazing Beaks comes to PS4 and Xbox One. The Invisible Hand comes to PC. Resident Evil 8 Village is coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, PS5, and Stadia. On May 10th, Hood Outlaws and Legends comes to PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One. And May 13th, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is getting a new DLC called Wrath of the Druids, which is coming to PC, PS5, Xbox, Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and Stadia. Anything anything in there for you? Oh, uh, not really. I mean, I'm not a huge Resident Evil guy, as the whole chat just goes. Right. You know, but yeah. I don't know. I'm not really... I, I don't. It's something, you know. It's 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 something. I know it's a huge game, and a lot of people are really excited. It seems to be getting pretty good reviews, like eighty three ish. I think was like the Metacritic score on it right now. I mean, yeah. which, which is exactly what I expect from Resident Evil, right? But uh, we've talked many times, and horror games are not our type of game by any means. So I will be skipping Resident Evil. I thought about trying to get back into Resident Evil and and play through some of them just because you know people love them so much and. And I, I thought about jumping in at like seven and playing seven and eight or something. But um, for now, I'm going to hold off because I'm fully hooked into Monster Hunter. Um, but I will say that this Hood Outlaws and Legends actually kind of looks a little neat. Uh, it's like a multiplayer, like pull off heist type of things. So I'm going to see what reviews kind of come out on it and things because it is it, it's like a uh, it's like a double A studio type of deal, um, but it, it does look kind of neat, and I, I will definitely check it out. It was one that we saw during, I think, Game Awards that we were kind of like, oh, this looks interesting. I'm curious as to how much content it's really going to have and what the replayability is going to be on it. Um, and it could be something, I think it was only like a $30 game too, 30 or $40, I don't remember, but it might be a game that would be decent to pick up and have a good weekend, you know, playing around in it and yeah, spending some time, but... Yeah. Other than that, I, I'm not even through the regular Assassin's Creed Valhalla game, so I, I, I'm not even close to worrying about DLC. Again, Monster Hunter has taken over everything I play right now, so that's where I'm at. I'm, I just, I don't know. The last couple of weeks have just been kind of merp, but I mean, that's that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So. What is this? Nick said, also, I can't see people in the chat talk. It's odd. What is this? Oh. You should be able to. I don't know. Hmm. I'm confused. Huh? Weird. Um, anyways, games coming to Xbox Game Pass for May. So, available now, you can get Dragon Quest 
<clears throat> builders too, as I just like choke on my own tongue. Uh, it's coming to console and PC. FIFA 21 is coming to console and PC. Outlast 2 comes to xCloud, console, and PC. Steep comes to cloud and console. Starting May 13th, you get access to Final Fantasy 10 2 I purposely put 10 in there because I knew if I put a Roman numeral oh it's over absolutely mess it's, you over. Up. <laughs> it's over it's over even it's though over. it's X and it's one of the easier ones but hey just for you buddy yeah 10-2 uh HD remaster comes console and PC just cause 4 reloaded comes to cloud console and PC psychonauts you get that on cloud console and PC and red dead online comes to cloud and console uh, as well as Remnant from the Ashes comes to PC. Also, Game Pass is not profitable. Yeah, I heard that. Confirmed. Uh-huh. To, to kind Which, of play off of our last week. Yeah, exactly what we pretty much said. The internet's mad. <laughs> and we continue just to say stuff. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how anybody thought it was i mean it was clearly to get people into it and then lock them into this ecosystem and eventually raise the price and probably piss a lot of people off so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No. It, hey, that's what's gonna happens. happen people aren't gonna like it and we called it i'm just saying take the win baby <laughs> we're humble uh Right. We're just the best. <laughs> uh, PlayStation Now games for May. So Jump Force will be available until August 2nd. Uh, Neo will be available until whenever. And Streets of Rage 4 will be available until November 1st. Oh, damn. Yeah. it's. I did I did forget to say about the Xbox Game Pass games. I am going to try out Dragon Quest Builders 2. I've heard really good things about it, and I wanted to try it, but it never goes on a pretty deep sale on, on Switch, so I'll probably give it a go, and if I really like it, I might end up buying it on Switch. So, sorry. But anyway, back to the PlayStation Now games. <laughs> right on. I had to circle back to that. I got I got distracted by chat. Always. Now there's <laughs> chat, and chat goes on. It, it just, you know. I know. Somehow we just continue doing stuff. We just we just go, uh, 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 <laughs> shiny objects in a row. Uh, anyway, surprise, surprise, Gamescom 2021 is no longer a hybrid event. It is now digital only, and it will be entirely free for everyone. So that's a plus. You want to check some stuff out at Gamescom, and you know, jump on there and get all the cool digital things that you can see, different conferences and different things, especially if you're looking to get into um, game development. You can uh, take a look at uh, some sweet little talks that they'll have there. And little conferences, so that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I I not surprised this went digital because we kind of try or we chatted Hybrid about that. Hybrid events bit when it, don't work. No, I mean an E three and has kind of been a hybrid event for a long time. I mean, just because everybody has a stream that goes to YouTube or something anyway. But um, yeah. yeah, this when they first announced that this was going to be a hybrid event and half of you know people were going to be there live, uh, especially as things are you know starting to tidy up a little bit as far as the the COVID stuff a little bit. But um, yeah, I'm not surprised they kind of pulled the plug on that and just went straight to a digital event. But I am glad it's happening because Gamescom yeah. is a huge deal for the industry and there's a lot of a lot of good things that happen there. So yeah. very happy to see. Absolutely. Uh next or Xbox now has ninety seven backwards compatible games that have received the FPS boost feature, many of which are also a part of Game Pass and EA Play. So that's really cool. Um 
this like was a shadow drop where they're just like, hey, we added a bunch more games. There's now almost a hundred games that they added. And, and just keep shadow cool. dropping, man. All yeah. Time. And I think that's honestly a, a pretty good tactic. But they did yeah. post a pretty they had a like a pretty good image where they're like, oh, all of them on one screenshot. And it was like a phone that was like this long, you know, <laughs> just massive. But yeah, there's there's a lot of good stuff in there. Obviously, we aren't going to list off all 97 of them. So if you want to find those, you can probably just do a pretty quick Google search and find all the games that are now uh, have that FPS boost. Yeah. Brody. Yes. How would you say the Wii U did in terms of sales? Uh, Wii U? Uh, not good. Not good at all. How about the Switch, my dude? I would say the Switch is absolutely killing it, my dude. Comparative, comparative to the Wii U? Uh, yeah, yeah. Is it, would you say, to the moon? To the moon. Perhaps Mars, baby. <laughs> uh, Nintendo sales update. So we got a, a sneak peek at this. Uh, the Switch has now sold 84.5 million units. 84 and a half million units. You're going to get to 100 million. No problem. No problem. Um, with software sales surpassing 587 million copies of software for it. And within the last year, 21 million Nintendo Switch and 6.19 Switch Lights or million Switch Lights were sold. Uh, the software sales highlights include Animal Crossing New Horizons sold 20.8 million copies. Mario Kart. And this 8, is in a year, by the this way. This is in a yeah. This is just in a obviously because yeah, Horizon is just well. What's much. even more concerning in a year? Mario Kart Eight Deluxe sold ten point six million units this year or last year, twenty twenty. Super Mario Three D All Stars sold nine point zero one million copies, and Ring Fit Adventure sold seven point three million, which is insane. I'm surprised that Ring hey, Fit sold. Wife loves Ring Fit Adventure. She plays oh, it every yeah. day. I have it. I haven't done it much lately, but. I, I have it. Yeah. And it's it's, it's actually really good. Yeah, I, mean, I played a little bit of it. Seems like a decent workout. Yeah. It's not bad. It's fun. I don't enjoy running in place, but I mean it 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 you works. You don't enjoy prancercising? Not so much. Not my thing. It's a shame. <laughs> it's a shame. Anyways, uh yeah, with this, I mean that's that's crazy, right? I mean like to have eighty five million units or eighty four and a half million units sold. Oh, it's of a it's handheld nuts. slash 20- hybrid platform. 21 or well 27 million switches sold last it year. makes you wonder too like light. you know would they really want to come out with a pro right now probably maintain this for like will. at least another like quarter or two right and then maybe come out with something i mean like I, christmas you know like that's a, yeah, that's the I, only thing i could see i yeah I, I don't see why they would right now when they're still selling like crazy until things start to slow down a little bit why bother i i mean in my mind i don't get me wrong, I love a Switch Pro, but I don't think it's necessarily a wise decision to do it right now. Um, it, I'm surprised that the Switch Lite numbers were as low as they were, though. I mean, I love my Switch Lite, and I know a lot of people, and there's uh, there's quite a few people that play Nintendo consoles and Nintendo consoles only, so I could understand why they would want the one that actually attaches to your phone. Yeah. Or to your phone, to your uh, <laughs> TV. TV. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I... I love my Switch Lite. I I mean, I, I think if you look at the price too, like throughout the year, they had deals where like what the difference was only, what, like 75 bucks at some points because you get like a gift card with it and then it was like 70, 50, 50 yeah, bucks off. Yeah, or like a like game that. or a controller. So, or, I mean, or, you sit there, right? And you've got like Mario Kart 8 in the box with it because that's, I'm assuming that's a metric that goes with it, with the 10 million. 
but Probably. it's like you know you you get you know Mario Kart Eight in there, and then you've got the choice where it's forty bucks more at that point to get the one that hooks up to the TV, or you get the light. Right. Right. So. Yeah, and if I mean I we have both. I mean I have you my know my preference. We have the normal switch. Every time yeah. I go over to your house and I pick up the light, I'm like. I probably use a light. <laughs> I I exclusively <clears throat> use that. I hardly ever play on the TV anymore. That's so, the most nerdy I, thing you've ever said. That's fine. I exclusively fine. use the switch light. <laughs> if that's the nerdiest thing I've said, it's in, not in two and a half years of this doing episode. This, show. <laughs> this episode. Yeah. Uh, so PlayStation has partnered with Discord. There's not a whole lot of information on how Crazy. exactly this is going to look, but Discord will be integrated into the social experience on PlayStation starting in early 22. In order to make this happen, Sony did make a minority investment as part of Discord's Series H round. Um, Sony's going to make an ass load of money, too, when they go public. Oh, yeah. And this was, I mean, not too long ago, we covered that they, you know, Discord was potentially in talks with, Microsoft and then those kind of fell through and stuff like that. I'm kind of on the fence about this. I I'm fine with it because I do have the PlayStation, but I've wanted Discord to be cross like cross platform for a while now because it's I mean, using the chat system and in, in Call of Duty for example oh is God. terrible. Oof. It's so bad. Oof. So to be able to have Discord <clears throat> in there where you could use it across, you know, Xbox and PlayStation because we have buddies that still play on Xbox. And so it, mm -hmm. it sucks when we try to play with them. It, it's a nightmare. So I hope I if if I were. Let me let me figure out how I want to phrase that. Uh, if I want or if I was going to see somebody buy Discord or at least partner with Discord, I guess I would have rather seen it be Microsoft because Microsoft would be more apt to share that with PlayStation for the crossplay. But OK, um, I don't think PlayStation's going to play that way. I think PlayStation's going to keep it to themselves. Yeah, but, I think they'll. I mean, they should. But it's smart, right? They should do that. Yeah, absolutely. And I fully agree with that. I mean, well, from a business perspective, it's smart for PlayStation to do such a well, thing. Microsoft could invest, right? And in, Microsoft in already has like party chat on PC. So if you're playing yeah. with friends on PC, you can just hop in party chat and it's not a big deal. But PlayStation doesn't currently have something like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is a it is a smart move by them for sure. No, I mean, it's a huge move for them. I'm What I'm more looking forward to is the fact that if like, someone's playing their PC, there's on Discord, I can just join up with them real quick, link up yeah. with them. I hope that they also just like utilize the architecture of Discord and just put that forward to parties because I feel like the voice the, the clarity of voice on discord is fantastic the clarity of video is also fantastic on discord and if sony can just take some of that technology and just put it into their system and say like powered by discord mm -hmm. totally fine with that totally fine with that totally cool with that yeah but we'll see i agree we'll see what happens so it could just be hey you can log into your discord yeah that very well could be uh, might be all it is yeah but i would like to see it integrated some way into the current system but we'll see Cool. Um, we got more official E3 2021 exhibitors. So we got the list. Uh, E3 now has over 10 major contributors to, for the show this year with five additional being officially announced this week. So <clears throat> the new ones um, are Square Enix, Sega, Bandai Namco. Uh, is it Seed Games or X Seed Games? I mean, what? I mean, I think it's X Seed. I don't know. Okay. Uh, they, I don't, I don't know why they are considered a, Big one because I don't even know who they are. 
to be perfectly honest. Whoa, look at you sounding cocky. That's now you got to go to the I've old been doing Google... a gaming podcast for two and a half years. That's true. <laughs> and I've never heard of them. That's true. We got to go to the Google machine here. You get Let's it. Let's see. You get it, my Let's friend. Let's see, my man. Okay, the Google machine, Rune Factory 4. Oh, uh, okay. They're yeah, like but... a baby Square Enix. Yeah. They're, I think they're actually under Square, aren't they? Because I'm pretty sure Square yeah. publishes uh, Rune Factory. XC Games is an American video game company founded by former members of Square Enix USA. Oh, uh, okay. It later became it a subsidiary of the Japanese game company Marvelous, providing the localization and publishing services for video games and related materials. So it is pronounced Xseed. So, huh. Interesting. Okay. Well, XC Games, Gearbox Entertainment, uh, and just to rehash what was previously announced of who's going to be there as well, Nintendo, Capcom, uh, Xbox, Ubisoft, uh, Take-Two, Warner Brothers, and Coke Media. So, that's that. Um, I'm not a big fan of Coke Media being there, but hey, whatever. It It's probably just going to be not much of anything a lot a lot because there's actually way more than just these as well um and most of them aren't going to have their own like keynotes or anything like that it's going to be some sort of tight end oh you know what i gotta apologize i don't mind having coke media i don't think this is the yeah this is fine i thought coke media was part of a uh, company that is quite political coke is Coke Media is the ones that own um, um, uh, THQ Nordic. Okay, so then we're good. Coke Media Group, like the Coke Brothers, I'm not not a fan of. So, oh, okay. Because of politics. I'm I don't want sure. politics in games. Sure they are. <laughs> no thanks. No thank you. Fair uh, enough. But anyways, yeah, so that's, that's E3. I, I mean, in terms of the exhibitors, I mean, I would assume that that means that they're all going to have their own thing, their own stream. Of, of their own direct of some sort, I would assume, um, with this being all digital. So that's a lot of work for you and I, my friend. When it Yeah, we're going to be real busy that week. Uh, yeah, we are. Except for, I think I might be out of town that week. Maybe. Brody, why'd you do this? <laughs> Brody, why'd you do this? No, no, we're good. Nope, June twelfth. We're good. June twelfth to the fifteenth. We're good. We good. We good. Woo! That could have been bad, my guy. That could have been very, 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 very bad. No. Um, yeah, that week, dude, we're gonna be swamped. I mean, that's gonna be a lot of stuff. Like that's every day we're gonna be streaming probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What the maybe even a couple different streams. Yeah, each on day. Some of those days. Ooh. It'll be the thing where we uh, basically tell the wives, hey, it's E3 season. They go, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so check that out. Put that on your calendars, 12th or the 15th. Those are the exhibitors. So we should see some of a, a bit about, uh, uh, you know, if these are going to have larger directs or if they're just going to have small releases or something. I'm assuming all of them are going to have some sort of stream or post some YouTube video or something. I don't know. E3 is weird now. Everything's weird nowadays. So, so true. Very true. Uh, so we have an update about Tom Clancy's The Division universe. Ubisoft put out a blog post this week that talked about some of the upcoming projects that take place within The Division's universe. So first up, we have Tom Clancy's The Division Heartland, 
uh, a free-to-play game that is being developed by Redstorm Studio, which have worked on previous uh, Tom Clancy titles. Uh, entirely standalone game that doesn't require any previous experience with the series, and this is set to launch sometime around 2021 or early 2022 on PC, consoles, and cloud. We don't really know much of anything about this. It was just briefly mentioned. Um, so it'll be interesting. There's there's some images. I mean, uh, it, as far as the image goes, it was like a... Uh, almost like a title screen type looking thing. Um, but I'm curious to see what that'll be. And I hope it's not a battle Royale. Uh, there is, uh, it's probably going to be, it's probably going to be a battle Royale. <laughs> there <laughs> is a, the division mobile game coming uh, next to nothing is known about this as well. At this point, it was just briefly mentioned in this blog post. It, basically this blog post was kind of like, Hey, we're doing things. And that was about it. So uh, they didn't give us a whole lot of details on anything. Mm -hmm. uh, the Division 2 will be receiving new content. Mm -hmm. This content is set to release and uh, is not set to release until late 2021, but will include an entirely new game mode as well as new methods to level up and build out your agent. And Netflix is working on the Division 2 or the Division movie. This will be inspired by events of the original game. Jake Gyllenhaal and Jessica Chaston will be the lead roles and Rawson Marshall Thumber Thurber will be directing. Uh, and there's also a, an original novel in the works that will take place after the events of the second game. How bad do you think this movie's going to be? Real bad. Not because of Netflix. Not because of the actors. Not because of the actors. Not because of the director. Freaking out. Right. Uh, because it's an inherent because curse. Video game movies typically suck <laughs> <laughs> they're typically really bad oh shit and i don't foresee this one being any different um we got a thing here saying will you be checking out treehouse live if they do it um it depends mm. if, if we if we hear like rumors or stuff that'll be shown off of treehouse live sure to be honest with you treehouse live is kind of boring to me a lot of times and it's just kind of people like sitting there awkwardly playing the games <laughs> and having like awkward interviews so, but yeah, I'm not, I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see on that. I mean, we're going to do all the main directs. We're going to do all the main uh, streams and stuff like that announces. But when it comes to smaller stuff like that, we'll have to see. Usually. Yeah. The, the treehouse thing is usually just kind of a more in depth on like a few different games. We'll do the, the main presentation, but I doubt we'll do the treehouse, especially if we're going to be doing everything else. I think we're going to be plenty busy that week and, the treehouse usually doesn't bring a ton of new news. Well, the treehouse I mean, is usually some... right after the direct too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And usually there's another one that is starting like around the same time or shortly after, if I remember correctly, well, at least in a, the past. It's always a giant lie too, because they're never in a treehouse. This is true. And that's disappointing. <laughs> and that's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. All I right. Feel light, Moving on to one of my favorite topics, Taxes. Uh, there will now be a 30% federal tax offset for video game development in Australia. Uh, this is the first ever federal tax incentive for game developers in Australia. The tax incentive is being delivered as part of the digital economy package and will be available to developers that meet a threshold of 500000 Australian dollars, I'm assuming, in Australian mm -hmm. spending. Any games that include some form of gambling or that do not obtain a classification rating, will not be eligible. And uh, gambling, under their definition, uh, includes uh, loot boxes. Any loot boxes, yep. So that's yep. Uh, fascinating. So it'll be interesting to see what studios take this on. Um, 
honestly, 30% federal tax is probably not enough to offset what they're going to make from loot boxes in most games. I mean, not by a long shot in a lot of them. Yeah, Depending, but if you're right? massive company, you want to move money somewhere, so you don't have to pay taxes in another country, and immediately that money is going to get 30% shaved off. Right. And, and, not and shaved you know, off. like an EA, they're not going to... They're not going to have FIFA developed in Australia just no. so they get that because they make so much money off of the ultimate team. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they may ship some other things there where Peggle. it's like Peggle. Yeah, they might develop the next Peggle in Australia. Um, <laughs> now, the classification rating is kind of concerning because Australia Australia is very, very strict about what they rate. Um, like most recently that I remember. Um, it's basically like Canada. Yeah, yeah, it's but hot, and there's a lot of things. Probably even more. There's, I think, it's yeah, it's a little, li- it's a little bit more on some things. It's a really weird country. It's, it's like, like a any it's drug got... use will co- immediately kick it out. Like that, um, God, I, um, I'm absolutely drawing a blank on what this game's called. I even own the game, which is messed up. Um, detective game. I'll get it. You talk now. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it an interesting blend of a country. It's got like a little bit of America, and then uh-huh. it's got a little bit of Canada. And then, like you said, it's got a little bit stricter policies and stuff like that. But, I mean, it is fascinating, the country. Um, yeah. I mean, it, I, you know, I, I'd say it's more, more – well, it's got a little bit British too, but, I mean, Canada's pretty British too in a lot of ways. But Disco um, Elysium. That's okay. What I was All right, yeah. That so one like recently just – yeah, that one just did not get uh, classification in Australia because of the uh, drug drug use in it. Wow. So. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of weird, you know. It is kind of weird. That's that's it's pretty messed up. But yeah, it's kind of like Canada, except there's it's hot and there's things that live in hot places that'll kill you. And in Canada, you know, it's cold and there's lots of things that'll kill you that are cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, that's kind of the trade-off. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, so do they have like Grand Theft Auto at all? Um, I, or do they have like edited versions of Grand Theft Auto? This is a I problem. I can't remember we how sound that like works. just two ignorant sons of bitches right now. Well, I mean, they really are that strict. So a lot of times though, through steam, they can get things, uh, cause steam isn't restricted only to Australia or a lot of times they'll create like a, a U.S. account and buy things or every Aussie individual I've met. I mean, I think they'd be okay with seeing drugs. They've seen a lot of shit. Uh, it looks like you can get in Australia. Huh? I'm just trying to figure this all out. Yeah. It's weird where they draw that line. Here you go. Australia has had a... This is from Sportskeeda. So Australia has a storied history of banning certain video games, mostly due to their content. The GTA franchise has been banned and re-released in edited versions multiple times in the country. Most famously, GTA 3 was re-released as recently as 2019. Check this out. Look at this article. This is hilarious. Australia's Minister for Home Affairs alleges that GTA is partly to be blamed for toxic male behavior. (laughs) 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 
Australia is already more strict on video game re- regulations than other Western countries, but it seems like it could take a turn for the worse. Peter Dutton, who's a minister for home affairs within Australia, made claims about GTA on Channel 9's Today Show. I've seen that Channel 9 a lot on YouTube. They're kind of funny. Um, apparently, TikTok and video games are to blame for the disgusting behavior towards women we've seen coming from the Parliament House over the past month. Oh, they've got a Parliament, okay. Yeah, because I'm sure there wasn't, you know, disgusting behavior going on prior to here's TikTok the, here's or the, video Here's games. the quote. If you're playing Grand Theft Auto as a 13-year-old boy and let lots of teenage boys will do, you can go in that game, not just, you know, drive cars recklessly. You can go for a lap dance. You can go and shoot police. And so we need to have a broader conversation with the influences on those young boys, both in a family setting and a societal setting, and particularly online. Here's my problem with that statement. It's not... If you notice here, it's a 13-year-old boy. A 13-year-old boy should not be playing the game. No, it's rated M. It's like, it's It's supposed to be, you know... Team Plus. Yeah, it's supposed to be Team Plus. I mean, you need to... You know, they have the ESR. If only they had a rating system, you know, in these countries. Oh, wait, they do. They have the Peggy 13, or sorry, the Peggy system in the UK. They've got ESRB... In uh, believe can't well Canada the U.S. I don't know about Mexico, and then um, I don't know what they have in Australia, but I know they have a system in Australia. Yeah, but yeah, I mean it's like good God, man! It's I swear to God too. If I keep seeing this fucking ad for Hero Wars everywhere I go, I've never played this game. <laughs> it's on my phone. It's on my fucking computer. It's everywhere. But yeah, this is. I mean that's some crazy shit. Like they just. I don't know. The, the conversation always when it's like, you know, oh, this is a bad influence for people. How about just being a better parent? Like, is it so hard to like sit there and tell somebody being like, you know, your kid, would you 13 year old boy, if he knew you could get a lap dance, do you think he'd be, you know, curious about that and probably go do it in game? Yes, he would. Yes, he would. Absolutely. Yeah, he would. Absolutely. A 13 <clears throat> year old like- boy. Yeah. So then it's simple, right? Because then people are like, well, you know, he could go buy the game. Well, if only the consoles had parental controls with a PIN code or password to lock it. Oh, they yeah. do. But parents don't give oh. a shit. And retailers aren't supposed to sell them to kids. So Bro, they've literally, to- yeah, there's literally like six to seven different gates. Yeah. To ensure security for the child onto it. It's like, oh, you know, Billy went over and played the game on, you know, Jimmy's parents don't give a shit and. Jimmy's playing Grand Theft Auto Five online, and you know, banging hookers and all this stuff. Okay, don't send Jimmy, don't send him over to Jimmy's house anymore, or tell yeah. you know Jimmy's parents, hey, I don't want my kid around that kind of shit. I mean, right. just be a good parent. It's what the it, hell's the yeah. matter with you? You know what I mean? I don't, I don't understand it, man. It's I, it's, I, it's I, so stupid. It's yeah. such a dumb thing. It's just old people just complaining about it because they have no fucking idea that you can do that. You know what I mean? Like, what do you yeah. mean you can lock the box? It's really not that hard to set up parental controls on on a console. There's even things that you can set it according to their age, and then modify it from there if you really want to. So, I okay, yeah. I people just need to be better parents and keep an eye on their own kids. What's wild and too? It, it shouldn't have to fall up, or it shouldn't have to fall into the federal government's hands to dictate who can play and what. And who can't play these games? It's it's insane. What's wild too is that dude is is you know probably deflecting a lot of shit politically. Whatever, I don't really care. Oh, I'm sure. But then um, it's crazy. 
the that one of the individuals who's standing up against to it is a woman. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's not, I mean, I, what the hell are you talking about, basically? And it's, it's just crazy. It's crazy to see the, all of this stuff go down. It's, it's, it's messed up. But anyways, yeah, I think, I think some companies will open up there. I think you'll see some smaller studios, some like small, probably like an Ubisoft will open up like a small studio there, I think, on, on this news. And it'll just be like, you know, very small basic games or something like that. Or there's got to be a loophole around it too, where it's like, they don't sell the game or compile the game in that country. However, they create everything else except for the loot boxes. There's got to be a loophole and they'll figure it out. And then, you know, they'll send the code off to Montreal where they'll compile it and put a shit ton of loot boxes in it. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, they're, they're going to find enough. a way, you know, they've just have like oh, an sure. ass load of lawyers on staff at all times. So. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so there's a class action lawsuit against Sony over <clears throat> PlayStation Store exclusivity. Mm. Uh, the lawsuit specifically is referring to digital games only being able to be purchased through the PlayStation Store rather than being able to buy digital download cards from retailers. Uh, so the issue is that PlayStation now has a monopoly on the digital price of games and the suit uh. is claiming in some cases players could be spending... 175% more than what they would be if they just purchased the physical copy. Hang on. I know. I know. Uh, Sony stopped allowing third-party retailers to sell download codes two years ago. This is dumb. This is real dumb. Is this a, Are these the same... Uh, the guys... Uh, what? I didn't see who it was. Doofenshmidt, Dirker, and Dickwad RLP that did the stick <laughs> yeah. drift thing because they're like, wow... People aren't getting our book on mesothelioma. I guess we'll have to go over stick drift. So uh, I, there's more validity behind stick drift, at least in my mind. Because sure. Those are jank, right? Like that's a problem. This has been something for two years and then buy the physical copy. Just buy the physical copy and maybe have to get off your well, ass I and put can't. this disc in occasionally. I can't in today's world. It's too dangerous <sighs> for me to go to GameStop. Well, uh, yeah, okay. It's a bunch but of bullshit. I just, I, I just, this one is incredible, especially also, when they how even do they have cite the, the fact they have a monopoly that they could... on the digital price of games. Incorrect. It's an exclusive IP only to that system. That's well, it. Well, and what it's, gets it's me not like it's on Xbox and they control the price of it on Xbox. Right. It, well, and what <sighs> gets me is the digital codes never go on sale they are the same price that they are on the store they never are go on sale you're not going to walk into a place and walmart's going to have a digital download code for cheaper than what you could buy it on the store that's not how this works oh, also and it's a honestly, fucking piece of cardboard right and honestly <laughs> I, I i feel like a lot of retailers don't sell very many of these this is such a an yeah. odd thing to go after this is this is like the difference too of when you buy it digitally, it's like paying for gas at the pump and it, and it fluctuates, okay? And then you go buy the jug of oil at Walmart and it's the same fucking price as it was three months ago, okay? Right. Even though it's the same raw resource material. I mean, there's, there's, there's no, there's nothing here. This is a bunch of bullshit. No, and I, I wouldn't doubt this. I, I mean, I guess I could see it going somewhere just because the people that are going to be handling this case know absolutely nothing about video games, but uh, it's just, it shouldn't go anywhere. It's dumb. It's dumb. And well, digital games go on sale all the time on PlayStation and all over the place. Like the argument of, well, they spent 175% more 
on you know the physical copy than on the digital copy. That's because the digital copy no, can go on. Yeah, vice versa. S- oh, vice what? versa. They could be spending oh, sorry, more sorry, on the yeah on the yeah. physical. My bad. Um, I mean that's also because it can't move quick. I mean right. you've got you've got at the click of a button you can go and say cool, I'm gonna next twenty percent off on this, and then you gotta wait for some pimple faced teenager to go get the keys. You know, fumble with the fucking keys, the 30 keys on the chain, <laughs> try to open the door to the glass, slide the glass over, or worse, take the stupid fucking plastic thing and put it on the side so the shit, the alarm doesn't go off in the middle of fucking Target. You know, take the case out, <laughs> put new games in it every time. I mean, it's just stupid. It's really dumb. It may, I mean, it's, it's so dumb. Like, yeah, it, I, it's, at it's a certain ridiculous. point, just, just buy the physical copy. I, I mean, this the only time to I every understand item. the, you know, and this applies to every item in the world. I mean, what you go yeah. into a clothing store and, and you, yeah. I mean, what you go, oh, I bought the shirt at H and M. Okay. For $10 in the store. And then you go online. There's an online store only today sale or whatever. And it's like, Oh, I could have got it for $8. Son of a bitch. I'm going to sue him. I mean, I, what, yeah, what I mean, is that's not exactly on? what they're saying here. I, I I think in their mind, they think that the digital code should be sold for the same price as the physical copy in store. But that's simply just not the truth. The, even when they had digital co- or digital codes in store, they go for full price. They always have. I've never seen a digital code for a game on sale in Walmart. Well, also, most of like their exclusive shit, too, gets rolled into that like PlayStation Hits or Classics. And then it all gets the same pricing table. Right. Yeah. You know, like it follows right. it right through like its life. Yeah. Like you go like God of War, you're paying 60 at the t- start. And then next thing you know, you know, a year later, God of War is only 40, both digital and physical, right. but they might have a sale for digital. And then you can sometimes get it physical for like 10 bucks. I mean, it, yeah, yeah. It, it's the nature of it. And there's not inherently anything that is a monopoly here. I think that's no. uh, blowing it pretty far out of the water. The only time I ever even like, can see the argument for that and even then it's a stretch is if it was switch and like the digital codes did go on a sale because to me i do like to have digital games on my switch that is that is nice so you don't have to carry all these little cards around with you and stuff but if i'm sitting at home and i'm playing playstation i'll just get up and change the fucking disc i don't i I don't understand what shame about that shame on you right how dare i do I hate God. when I sit down and realize the game is not in there because my kids were the last ones to play and they were playing Miles Morales? Yeah, it sucks, but I can get up and change the disc. It's not a big deal. <laughs> well, the other thing too is right is like the uh, just the whole the whole. I mean, you could you could maybe put an argument too for like, oh well, COD they have exclusivity for like new maps in some cases, new weapons, right? And they get like an advantage. But it's not even the argument they're making. I know, That's but not I'm even saying the same thing. I'm saying like if there's anything that would be an argument that would actually like, I don't necessarily think it'd be worthwhile like fighting for, but at least has some sort of a hey, there's maybe something there, you know, would be something like that. But also they paid, they paid to have that exclusivity, so like, right? What do you do? That's business. I mean, it's something they can go change the price on Xbox, right? Yeah, it's shit. Crazy. Um, People are flocking from Google Stadia, my dude, to Haven Studios. So early in the week, it was announced that the head of product, John Justice, 
had left Stadia, but it is unclear where or what he's moving on to. Now, six more people have left the company to join former Stadia Vice President Jade Raymond at Haven Studios. Among this group of six are Corey May, the former head of creative services and publishing, and Sebastian Puel, the former general manager. This exodus comes shortly after Haven Studios and Sony announced their partnership for the studio's first game. So basically, uh, Google paid the way for these people for the last, like, what, three, four years while they're developing all of this. Um, they built a platform. It hasn't done very well. It's not doing great. I see zero marketing for it. I don't think any. I've, I've seriously, I'm not trying to bash it. I've not heard a single fucking person talk about it. I've seen a few people, but it's people that like specialize in Stadia and they're on our Twitter. It's like an occasional few people that pop in and out about it. But yeah, yeah. for the most part, I don't, I, I haven't seen <clears throat> any ads for it. I have not heard a peep about it aside a from or a tweet a peep or a tweet aside from a, a handful of people and then you know um uh, you see news articles like this essentially that are mainly people leaving stadia yeah well i mean google paid for all these people to do all this kind of shit and then sony just threw some money at something and said hey jade and then yeah. just take this entire studio and use it to make games not a platform i mean and I'm not saying this is the nail in the coffin for Stadia by any means or anything like that, but it's not a great look when half of your employees are leaving to go do something else. So here's my my thought on that, is that game developers are good at making games and they suck at making platforms. That's fair. And they need to accept that. Yeah. And I think I that's mean, a it, fair assessment. Yeah, it's like it's like the old it's it's like a director trying to make a camera company. Right. There's no point. He only knows the other side of the camera. Yeah. Doesn't know the inner workings of it. There's, I mean, he's going to think he does because he uses it all the time. But he's not even close to it. Like, I think you just leave it to tech companies like a Microsoft, like a Sony, you know, like a Nintendo. And you just let them build yeah. the platform out. I agree. So I think, it's I, just, I think it's a little foolish. I mean, I get, again, we always say this too with Google. Google has the ability to do a ton of shit and somehow they really miss it quite often on a lot of things to try to do. May I remind everyone in, in watching right now and listening about Google Plus. Oof. Big oof. oof. Big oof time. So, I mean, yeah, it's whatever. I'm excited to see what comes out of this studio. Um, this will probably be like a huge, huge, huge hype machine. This studio over the next couple of years and what they're possibly going to be coming out with. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, do you want to just like quickly touch on the Epic and Apple stuff? Just because we're not so far. Yeah, into I don't have an, a, a huge list of things that have happened here. But um, obviously the Epic and Apple um, thing has kicked off this week and really kind of started leaking kind of uh, some various different things. Um, one of the big ones that comes to mind and it's not even probably big for most people it, it there's there's some rocket league stuff that has come up like um supposedly rocket league 2 is in the works um whatever that looks like i don't know if that's even something that needs to happen personally but yeah because they need to get another 14 dollars out of everybody i mean uh, i guess can I, can I give kind of like the low down for people who might not understand what the hell's going on 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it, it's okay. been a while since we talked so, about it. So yeah, <clears throat> basically a long time ago. Feels like forever ago. It does. Apple took down Fortnite uh, off the App Store. Gave or took the ability for them to push updates to iOS devices because <clears throat> Epic Games decided that they would put their own store within the iOS application. Because what happens is when people purchase app purchase in app purchases through. Uh, iOS devices, Apple gets a cut of it because it has to be purchased through their store. And the reason why they do that is for different security purposes to, to manage things properly. And they also own the platform, right? I mean, they built the whole platform. They built, they own the ecosystem, the iOS device, they own everything, right? So Epic did that. They did this kind of shady way of going around with it and basically just launched that update that day where you could either decide to go through Apple or you could save the money instead or save some money and go through their store directly instead for the item. So that's what caused the ban to it. <clears throat> and then it started this whole ordeal where uh, the CEO of Epic Games, Tim Sweeney, which at the time Tim Cook had no fucking idea who Tim Sweeney was, which is the funniest thing in the world. Tim Cook was like in an interview was like, who? <laughs> which is hilarious. Love Tim Cook. Anyways, he um, basically uh, he was saying that, you know, Apple has unfair practices um, that we should be able to sell our own stuff within our own application um, and that there are sweetheart deals that are made with other uh, companies. For example, uh, Amazon uh, for Prime members, for people signing up for Prime, I'm not too sure on the particulars of it, um, but Apple made a sweetheart deal with Amazon where if someone signs up for Prime, obviously if they were to do so through the application, um, you know, it's like about 100 bucks a, a year, right? It's like nine ninety-nine a month or something like that, whatever. Um, yeah. you know, if, if they were to do that every single month, there would be that royalty that would go to Apple through the in-app purchase. Well, they negotiate on a smaller amount because Amazon is a huge business. And they said, well, if you're not going to do that, we're just not going to put the app on iPhones. And at that point, Amazon was so big that people were like, you know, Apple went, well, holy shit, you know, someone's going to get an iPhone. And like, I can't use Amazon in it. That's kind of stupid. Um, so they had to cut a sweetheart deal. So Epic's big claim is, Hey, there are these deals that exist. Um, we think we should get this deal. Um, but they've also fucked up along the way. And Epic has done mm. a lot of weird things where at first they were saying, we're for the little guy, we're for the little guy. And in many shows back, I'm going to point out how humble we are and say that we're awesome and we're great and we're fantastic what we do. <laughs> because months ago we said, well, if I'm Apple, then I'm going to come out with a, with a small business program or, or a small developer program that's good for small developers. And they did that. They lowered the yep. rates. They went to 15% instead of 30 for applications, um, which is great. That's fantastic. Um, and then app, and then Epic changed tune because, you know, it tried throwing that into there as, as kind of the angle for everything. And now um, the biggest update on this is that um, through different forms of evidence and different investigations and stuff like that and, and watching video footage, Tim Sweeney fucked up once and said, someone asked him, would you take a sweetheart deal if Apple gave you the sweetheart deal? And he said, yes. Right. So the whole thing has been a motive for it. Um, and it started to draw a lot of um, attention to, to video games, unfortunately, as well, because, you know, Apple's Apple Arcade um, and, you know, clearly Apple's trying to poise themselves and, and build themselves up so that they can be, you know, a gaming service. That's why they've got their own uh, arm chips now trying to get that architecture up so that it can handle, you know, games. Um, and Apple Arcade's a, a smaller test to eventually go to, you know, a complete streaming platform for games like an Xbox would, um, or like a Game Pass. 
So, you know, the whole thing's been interesting. Um, it's my own personal opinion is kind of dumb, but I'll let you speak. Yeah. I spoke for long enough. I'll come back in later. Um, yeah. So a lot of the things that are coming out take worth a grain of salt because these could either be old deals or whatever, but these are things that are coming out from the Epic versus Apple um, kind of case right now. Um, so one of them is that, I mean, the, that Rocket League 2 is in the works, essentially. Um, Stalker 2 is going to be a three-month Xbox console exclusive. Uh, I'm trying to find a few more here. But yeah, it's it's very bizarre because there's a lot of like dirty laundry that is coming out during all of this or like just weird random leaks that barely even seem to pertain to what's going on. Um, it says here's one that says leak document on Epic Game Store free games until September 19th surfaced. It shows the buyout prices for all these different games, as well as um, essentially that uh, the the Epic Game Store is not profitable right now, and that it won't be profitable or it's not expected to be profitable until 2024. It shows kind of just like how much they developers, how much. You know that they're making off of it, things like that. Um, there's just a ton of different things that have come out, and, and they're all scattered. And I didn't collect them all because some of them were pretty obvious things. That yeah, of course that that makes sense, right? But um, now I'm scrambling to try to find a few more. Uh, I, there was something about Rocket League is like the full game is supposed to be coming to um, coming to uh, mobile. As well as they're, the mobile they're game trying that to they're go, doing, they're trying to go around this whole thing too by trying to put their games now on GeForce Now. Yeah, with Nvidia as a way to kind of get around it because Nvidia GeForce Now was approved for iOS yeah. and the other the other party that's kind of confusing now with this too is is XCloud, right? It's right. kind of you know, and this is the issue is that Apple has the devices; they did the R and D and built the devices, and they also built the platform, but now. You know, I think we're in a realm that Apple really didn't see coming, which was these applications being able to stream games. You know, and essentially a store within a store within a store. Mm-hmm. And, and so, the, honestly, XCloud's workaround was to use it through a browser. Yeah, they actually, it, it's available currently through a browser for a, a, a beta. Um, here's another one that came out: um, Xbox has never earned profit from selling Xbox consoles. I I didn't include that because. Uh, we we know yeah. that yeah we know we've that. known that for a long time yeah typically a loss uh, yeah profits come from commissions yeah yes yes we're well aware but apparently that was big news to some people so <laughs> well it's it's the... <sighs> Fortnite made greater than nine billion in earnings in its first two years uh, um, I mean the reason why people are, are are bringing up the fact that there's commissions and then also nicely removing the fact that they don't make money on the consoles um and that the sheer cost to do these things too is ridiculous and to uphold these platforms especially the way that apple does it it's crazy um Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's they're just looking for an angle it's pretty bullshit like in my mind i would actually be quite worried if this if epic wins and i that sounds people probably be like oh you're an asshole because you know you don't want the little guy to win I, I do want the little guy to win. They aren't a little guy, though. Apple, Not even close. I know, right. Exactly. So <laughs> Apple did lower their rates for small businesses, for smaller developers. 
up to a threshold. I think the threshold is like what, 500K or something like that or 100K, something like that. Something like that, yeah. whatever. Anyways, ID at Xbox has the same thing as well. If you make up to a million or whatever, there's a program for that. There's a program through Sony as well, I believe. So, I, I mean, these programs exist to get people up to those levels. The 30% cut, can that change? Sure, I guess it could change. It hasn't anywhere else, but you know, perhaps they could change it. I just, I just really don't want the biggest fucking person in video games being able to go around to platforms and just fuck them up for no reason. It doesn't, right. I mean, it really makes no sense. And then they play off on this political bullshit of like, Apple's a terrible company. Apple's so bad. They made the fucking product. They made the store. And Apple's entire thing is security and privacy. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you take any Android user and you say Google Play Store versus App Store, which is more secure and you're not going to get some... I mean, maybe not secure on like malicious content, but what, which one's going to be full of dumb apps more than the other one? And they're going to oh, say the Play, the Store, Play Store. Right. I, I have Android and I love my Android, but yeah. by God, the... The Play Store is an absolute mess. Right. And that's because they don't do the security checks and stuff like Apple does. They don't have the staff that runs that store like Apple has. I mean, they don't make the revenue that Apple does, but they don't maintain it to a certain extent. So it's like, the, you know, these are all things that have to exist. And at 30%, that's what it costs. If someone buys a dollar app, they're getting 30 cents. Yeah. I mean, ugh. It's, 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 it's annoying. I hate it so much. It's stupid. It's so dumb. Well, and and in a situation like this, I mean, it, it it's weird because, like like you said, you know, I don't want Epic Epic to win this either because it is very much like they are the name in video games right now. Even though Fortnite isn't as popular, it's still stupid popular. Like they're still making billions of dollars off of this game. Yeah. Fortnite made $9 billion in the first two years. Like they're not a small company. And if they were to win this, it sets a bad precedent. And on top of that though, I mean, there's not going to be another case that comes up like from a smaller developer in the same situation. Like this is, this is solely going to be one of those things that is about Epic and Sony and it's not going, or not Sony, uh, Apple. Sorry, um, you're you're not going to see this from smaller companies or anything like that. I mean, even with the Xbox X Cloud not being able to be put onto um, onto the uh, App Store, sorry, Android user, I wanted to say Play Store. Um, they, there wasn't a lawsuit about it. They just found a workaround. Like it's it, you're not epic is getting greedy here is what's happening and for them to win is going to set a very bad precedent that's going to cause issues and i don't i don't think that's right it's also like their their legal basis from epic is is fucking weak like here we go um let me let me do my sweet awesome share here there's a there's a quote in here it says after a short examination of epic's online business strategy head thomas co epic called on matt fisher App Store Vice President and the first witness employee from Apple. Epic's attorney prepared Fisher with anecdotes from frustrated developers calling the iOS in-payment app payment system a joke and refund policies awful. The review process arbitrary and unpredictable and the entire store plagued with outdated low-quality apps. I don't know what fucking world he's on. 
I mean, it's just, it's bullshit. It's just, it's like yeah. name calling. And my big thing too with it is it was a campaign from the get-go set up because when they launched this whole shit, they had the update and within like what an hour they had a video up mocking like an apple ad from a way famous back famous apple ad. they had yeah. a Fortnite cup called free Fortnite. all this bullshit i mean the whole thing's a hit piece and to be honest with you yeah. i'm gonna flat out say because i don't think many other podcasts will who owns a lot of epic tencent like 40 percent or something like that oh no it's, i think it's over that now it's like 50 is something it? i thought is it 50 something let's now? make sure just yeah, because, you we'll know, double check. people. 40%. You're correct. Hey. So 40% of it. I pulled that number out of my ass because I, I. I'm, I'm going to make a, a, a quick talk about this too. Tencent also owns TikTok. TikTok's currently under fire for numerous reasons for security purposes. Tencent owns. They have their hands in everything. everything. Mm-hmm. It's insane. They're also a Chinese company. That is backed by Ran the CCP. By the <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, if you can't take that into, it's an American company and a forty percent stake owner from a company that's clearly run from the CCP wants to fuck up an American company's revenue stream. I mean, that's what I see. Yeah. Absolutely. If other people don't like that, I don't have to tell you. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it was a big yeah. The, like you said, you know, it, within forty five minutes they had that add up. I mean, this was all planned. It was a big, it was a big um, outcry for to be featured in the news. Like, it, there's not, I, there's nothing here that is really going to go through a lot of this is well, airing dirty laundry yep. and stupid stuff like that yeah. and i and i agree i i fully do not want epic to win this because it is mm-hmm. going to mess shit up if they do well and what's also crazy too is um it hasn't really like been out there in the news too much but tencent right now is under fire for their video game properties they are fighting to try to mm-hmm. keep their 40 percent stake in epic games and in riot games in because US, yeah, the, in yeah US, in the u.s uh, because the national security panel has deemed that their users data through their epic games accounts and other things have possibly been being used for terrible things right for the ccp yep it's crazy it's absolutely crazy it's absolutely wild but i mean that's the world we live in and like i mean but you know it's crazy because they know exactly what they're doing. And like, and like you said, the dirty laundry thing, they're, I mean, they're just playing with people's shit. They say, oh, you know, this is a terrible company. This a, look how bad this big company is. But then, you know, people don't do their research and don't realize, you know, Epic Games is sitting there with a $9 billion franchise. Just one of them. Just one. Just one. Not and the that's others. from two years. Yeah. And now they have their own. The and now they have their own store. They have a bunch of other things. They're backed by this company. You know, it is what it is. So it's, yeah. you know. As Nick just said, you just gave me a Jimmy Neutron brain blast moment. Yeah, I mean, you know, like just with the data stuff, I mean, I, I really hope people become more conscious of the data stuff. If you're if you're a government and you wanted to gain data on a country that you wanted to you know, undermine in some form or fashion, right? You would go to video games. You can get as much data out of somebody out of video games. You can get access to their banking information, to their card, their sex their 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 
age, you know, their names, their behavior within game and be able to mm-hmm. feed off of that and figure out different things. I mean, what, what other digital asset can you watch someone use for hours and learn from them right. and understand them? So it, it's, it's crazy stuff. It's some creepy shit going on. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. So, but anyways, I'll do it for this episode <laughs> to bring it all around. Um, <laughs> guys, you can follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Diggity Podcast. Um, like I said, at the start of the show, we go live every single Thursday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube and Twitch. Check us out there. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we get new videos and the video version of the podcast. And every single Friday morning, like I said, we'll get uh, you get a fresh, new, juicy uh, audio version of the podcast hitting every major podcast platform. Hit the subscribe button on YouTube if you haven't already. Hit the subscribe button on or the follow button on Twitter if you can. Um, sorry, on Twitch. Good Lord. Holy Lordy. <laughs> um, and uh, guys, thank you so much for, for listening, both the audio version and watching the video version. Um, means a lot. Leave us a review. Helps us out a ton as well. You can find me on PlayStation. My PSN name is Maple Jeff. Mine is Luscious Brody. I'm also on Xbox at Luscious Brody and just about everywhere else at Luscious Brody. Um, <laughs> if, and if you want to play Monster Hunter with me, slide into those DMs. Let's, Let's go, do baby. It. Yeah, slide into Brody's DMs on Twitter. What is it? At Brody Faults? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. All right, guys, until next time, stay safe, think for yourself, and we'll talk to you later. Bye.